1: You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to Breaking Down Bad Books, a podcast analyzing trashy bestsellers from a literary perspective. And today we're looking at chapter 13 of New Moon, titled Killer. Killer. So where we left off, Bella's realised that Jacob's a werewolf. And she also assumes that he and his wolf pack are the ones that are killing people, all those hikers. So I don't know how she made that leap considering she knows Laurent exists. And she knows Victoria's also out there and wants to kill her. But sure, she's just assuming that the wolves are the killers. And straight out of the gate, I need to address something. So I had some feedback from last episode. And I love feedback when it's in the form of five star reviews, but when it's with shitty comments from my friends, it's not as appreciated. But apparently, I, I kept saying woof. <laughs> like I just dropped the L or something. woof. I mean, you can go back and listen, but apparently, that's how I say werewolf. Am I perfect? No, have I ever claimed to be perfect? Sometimes, but if it bothered you that I said werewolf, <laughs> then I'm sorry. And if I say it again, this, this episode, accidentally, you're just gonna have to live with it and move on. I mean, of all the things to worry about, there's Rona at the moment, Sydney's on lockdown, buildings are collapsing, and and you're worried about how I say werewolf. <laughs> if anyone wants to critique the way I pronounce anything, just leave, leave that feedback within a five-star review and I'll accept it and take it on board. So we start this chapter with her driving to La Push and she's thinking, if it was anyone but Jacob. So meaning, all right, so he's a serial killer, but I'm his friend. <laughs> That's basically where she's at in this chapter, which is just kind of ridiculous. Like, oh, so your best friend's killing hikers, but he's still your best friend. You've got to stand with him. Not the case, Bella. Not the case. You can really just drop him as a friend and perhaps report him to the authorities if you so wish. That would be morally fine. It's really bizarre when people take the side of serial killers. Like all those people who like ride into prisons like with Charles Manson and they're like, oh, hey, let's, let's date because you're a killer in prison and I'm turned on by that. What the hell? Even with that Ted Bundy Netflix movie that cast Zac Efron as Ted Bundy and everyone's like, oh my God, Ted Bundy, what a dreamboat. And I was like, he killed people. But Bella says, I couldn't condone what Jacob and his friends were doing, but I'd made a compromise with myself. I owed him a face-to-face conversation and I would tell him to his face that I couldn't just overlook what was going on. I couldn't be friends with a killer and say nothing. So she could be friends with a killer as long as she at least says something. And she's like, but I also have to warn him because there's hunters out there ready to kill the wolves. So she pulls up to the Black's house and she says, it was bad enough that my best friend was a werewolf. Did he have to be a monster too? New Moon is a terrible book. Have I mentioned that? Like the the plot is just all over the shop. Like why did Stephanie have to make Edward and Bella break up? No one wanted to read this book for them to break up and her to hang out with another pack of monsters. And Bella's being so ridiculous. She's got such a double standard when it comes to vampires and werewolves because she found out that Edward was a vampire and she was like, cool. (laughs) Cool. He's like, this is the skin of a killer, Bella. And she's like, great. <laughs> but one little werewolf kills a hiker, allegedly. And she's like, oh God, they're monsters. And I was like, a vampire literally like played tricks on you to get you to come to a ballet studio and then try to kill you and film it on video camera. Like, vampires aren't good people. I don't know why. Uh, uh. And it's still really early in the morning. So she starts banging on their door, even though all the lights are off. And she's like, I don't care if I wake him. And Billy's like, come in after a minute of her knocking. And she says, Billy's leaning around an open doorway, a bathrobe around his shoulders, not in his chair yet. So I can, can Billy walk? I, I don't know about that. He must be sitting on something and, and leaning around. I don't know. And then when he sees who it was, he's like, oh God, this bitch. Billy must be so over Bella Swan because she has just been so annoying. And she's like, hey, Billy, I need to talk to Jake. Where is he? And Billy's like, um, I don't know. And it's like, "Okay, you know where he is, Billy. And Bella's like, well, you know what Charlie's doing? He and the other men in town are all out in the woods with guns hunting giant wolves. And I'm sure there might be some female hunters in the bunch, but apparently it's just the other men in town so the patriarchy in Forks, Washington is just alive and well. And she's like, well, I'd really like to talk to Jake about that, if you don't mind. It's like, um, Bella, this is your elder. Like, you can't be talking to adult people, like your friend's dad like this. But she's like, so stroppy with him. So stroppy. And he's a patient man. And he's like, oh, fine. I guess he's still asleep. And he, but, but he does say, you know, the kid needs his rest. You probably shouldn't wake him. And Bella's like, it's my turn. And then Bella shades how small Jacob's room is. She says it's a tiny closet of a room and she doesn't bother to knock. She just throws the door open and it slams against the wall with a bang. And Jacob's stretched across a bed that took up all of the room, but a few inches around the edges. But apparently he's fast asleep and he looked really peaceful. So she's looking at him and she's like, aw. And she feels pity. So she just steps out and shuts the door quietly. And Billy's like, oh, what now, Bella? And she's like, I think I'll let him get some rest. I'll be down the beach for a while. When he wakes up, tell him I'm waiting for him, okay? And Billy's like, yeah, okay. Like, just get the fuck out of my house. And she's looking at Billy and she's like, I wonder what he thinks. What did he think of what his son had become? I knew he'd supported Sam from the very beginning, so I suppose the murders must not bother him. How he justified that to himself, I couldn't imagine. Well, perhaps he's thought about it for a bit longer than two seconds than you have, Bella. And he's realized that Jacob's not out there killing people. She's just like fully convinced that he's a killer. I tell you what, if you were accused of murder, you wouldn't want Bella Swan on the jury because she'd be like, well, obviously you did it. She just does, she's just got the blinders on she knows Laurent exists. If she didn't know Laurent was hanging out around forks with the blood red eyes, then I would maybe cut her some slack and be like, okay, there's giant wolves and also people are dying. Like, yep, I can see how you'd make that conclusion. But she had a run in with Laurent who pretty much came right out and said, oh, I'm going to kill you. And she noticed his eye color And she believes him to still be alive because she thinks nothing can kill a vampire, even though she's seen a vampire die. Despite all these things, she's still assuming the wolves did it because why? So she goes down to the beach and she says it was still dark, the gloomy pre-dawn of a cloudy day. It's before dawn? She's making house calls before dawn? Billy should have kicked her out of his house. No wonder Jacob was still asleep. She's like, oh my God, he's still asleep. Even though I've opened the door and made a banging noise. Well, yeah, he's still asleep. It's pre-dawn. And you know he was out late last night. What kind of, what kind of a monster makes a house visit before pre-dawn? I tell you what, COVID's got a lot to answer for, but it has sort of nixed the idea that you can just rock up to someone's house uninvited and do a pop-in. And, and we should all be grateful for that because there's nothing worse than an uninvited pop-in, especially when you don't see it coming. And especially when it's pre-dawn. If I was Billy, I would have said, you know what, Bella? Wait in the car until it's 8 a.m. or something, because this is ridiculous. Go get get yourself a takeaway coffee and a muffin and sit in your car and wait until it's a respectable time. So she parks, she goes down to the beach, you know, struggling to see in the dark because it's pre-dawn and gloomy. And she says she found what she was looking for before she realized she was looking for it. And it's just a driftwood tree stump on the rocks. And that's where her and Jacob had that conversation last time. And she says, where Jacob and I had our first conversation. I still believe that they had conversations when they were kids. I, I'm sure they were f- friends as kids. But no, we're led to believe that they met for the first time in Twilight during that chapter at the beach And she says, I sat where I sat before and stared out across the invisible sea because it's so gloomy, she can't even see the sea. And so she fills us in on her thought process. She's saying, seeing Jacob like that, innocent and vulnerable in sleep, had stolen all my revulsion, dissolved all my anger. So how easy is that? All you gotta do is pretend to be asleep and then everything's forgiven. She says, I still couldn't turn a blind eye to what was happening. But I couldn't condemn Jacob for it either. Love didn't work that way. (laughs) Once you cared about a person, it was impossible to be logical about them anymore. Not the case. If my best friend was a serial killer, I'd be like, yikes. And I would lie and say I'm not friends with them anymore to anybody who asked and be like, oh, I was never friends with them. I would reject them wholeheartedly. But she's like, Jacob was my friend, whether he killed people or not. And, like, it's one thing to, like, have pity on someone and to forgive them, but to still be friends with them, whether they kill people or not. Like, oh, it's none of Bella's business what he does in his time off. He helped to build a motorcycle once, so they're bosom buddies for life. And then she hears a voice saying, Hi, Bella. <laughs> and Jacob's voice came from the darkness. So it's still dark. And even though she's just told us that it's Jacob's voice, she says, Jake, with a question mark, as if she's unsure. And Jacob's like, oh, Billy told me you came by. It didn't take you very long, did it? I knew you could figure it out. Why is Jacob calling Billy, Billy, not dad? She does the same thing with Charlie. Like you can say mum and dad. I, I, I don't get this. And she's like, yeah, I remember the story. And even though it was too dark to see well, her skin prickled as if his eyes were searching her face. What time of day is it? Is it 4 a.m.? If it's 4 a.m., let me know. What what is going on here? What What is the normal sunrise time in Forks, Washington? And Jacob's like, you could have just called. And then he must be angry or something because he's pacing around the rocks. And he's saying, why did you come? And also she tells us that the rocks aren't making a noise when he walks over them. Uh, I guess because he's graceful. He's supernatural and graceful. She's like, Jacob, I have to warn you. And he's like, about the Rangers of the Hunters, we already know about that. And she's like, don't worry about it, but Jake, they've got guns. They're setting up traps. And I think he would have assumed the rangers and the hunters had guns, Bella. She's like, oh, you don't understand. They have guns. Well, no fucking shit, Bella. What did you expect them to have? Water pistols. And Jacob's like, ugh, we can take care of ourselves. They're only making it more difficult. They'll start disappearing soon enough, too. And remember, because Bella thinks he's a murderer, she's like, oh my God, Jake, you can't say that. <laughs> and he's like, what? It's just a fact. And she's like, oh, how can you feel this way? So it's just a comedy of errors with them not getting on the same page for at least five pages. They're just back and forth, skirting around the, the miscommunication. It's painful to read. It's honestly painful to read. I'm like, Stephanie Meyer, you're not Shakespeare. This isn't Midsummer Night's Dream here. I don't need the miscommunication farce. And then, in what I'm hoping isn't a gay allegory, she says, could you, well, try to not be a werewolf? What, what, a, what a dumb bitch. What a dumb bitch. And he's like, like I have a choice about it. Could you try not to be a werewolf? Like, okay, come on, Bella. In what world could you try not to be one? Even Oz on Buffy, who was a werewolf, he had to lock himself up at night and chain himself in the basement, but he didn't have a choice not to be one. He just had to live with it. Who, Who in all of literary werewolfdom has ever had a choice and tried not to be a werewolf? What a dickhead. Also, thinking about werewolf superstition and mythology, don't you think it's ridiculous that she named this book New Moon? Even though... The wolves in this book don't change by the moon. They've got nothing to do with the moon. They can just be wolves whenever they want to be wolves. So she's completely rejecting established mythology, as she did with vampires. She's rejecting it, but she's still going to name her book after a moon, even though moons have nothing to do with anything. Like, I get that it's a metaphor for, I don't know, like, Jacob being her son and then Edward being the moon or some shit or new beginnings. I don't have a fucking clue. Really. I mean, you could deconstruct it and come up with something. But I don't think Stephanie Meyer actually intended anything by this title. I just think it's a dumb title. An Eclipse is just as dumb. And Breaking Dawn is just as dumb. And Midnight Sun, that's the fucking worst. What's a Midnight Sun? It doesn't exist. It's not a thing. Anyway, she's like, I don't understand. And he's like, oh, you know what makes me so mad? I could spit. <laughs> you know what makes me so mad? I could just spit. <laughs> What a dumb sentence. That's like the the angriest Jacob's ever been. And that's what he says, ah, oh, I could just spit. <laughs> he says, you're such a hypocrite, Bella. There you sit terrified of me. How is that fair? And she's like, hypocrite? How does being afraid of a monster make me a hypocrite? And he's like, ah, oh, just listen to yourself. And I agree, she is a freaking hypocrite. She loves vampires. She thinks the Cullens can do no wrong, even though at the start of this very book, Jasper tried to kill her. She's acting like that didn't happen, but she got a paper cut at a birthday party and Jasper lunged to rip her throat out. And that's the whole reason Edward had to leave because they're dangerous. And she's like, oh, the cute little Cullens. And Jacob's like, well, I'm so sorry. I can't be the right kind of monster for you, Bella. I guess I'm just not as great as a bloodsucker, am I? And she's like, what? No, you're not. It's not what you are, stupid. It's what you do. Again, Jasper actively tried to kill her and she forgave him on the spot. She was apologizing as it happened. And that was an action that he made. So yeah, she does have a double standard and she is a hypocrite. Jacob's right. Hashtag team Jacob. And she's just infuriating Jacob right now. He's so mad he could spit. And so Edward's voice in her head's like, be careful, Bella. Don't push him too far. You need him to calm down. So the voice is still there. Ugh. Ugh. Do you know what's so funny? Like, I don't remember the voice ever coming back once Edward comes back. Like, she still finds herself in like, increasingly tricky, dangerous situations. and And that inner voice never pops up again. It just shuts up shop. It's just very peculiar to me. Oh, and we're still going through with the fast because she's like, Jacob, is it really necessary to kill people? I mean, isn't there some other way? (laughs) What is she thinking? Like, why does she? I don't need to re-go over it, but she's she's being stupid. And he's like killing people, and she's like, what did you think we were talking about? And he's like. I thought we were talking about your disgust for werewolves. And she's like, no, Jake, it's not that you're a wolf. That's fine. If you could just find a way to not hurt people, that's all that upsets me. (laughs) And he's like, what? That's the only reason? And she's like, "Uh uh-huh. And he starts laughing because it's just so funny. Or maybe it's because he's sleep deprived because she came to his house at pre-dawn. And then he hugs her in a tight bear hug. And he says, you really honestly don't mind that I morph into a giant dog? And he says, I'm not a killer, Bella. And she's like, oh, really? And he says, really? And then she hugs him back. So I guess that's all she needed to know. She didn't need any more explanation than that. She's like, okay, cool. And then she's like, well, what about Sam and the others? Like asking if they're murderers as well. And he's like, of course not. Don't you remember what we call ourselves? And she's like- Ah, protectors, of course. Even if he was killing people, she did not give him much of an interrogation. She just accepted that he wasn't a killer. He didn't even give her an excuse. He just said, I'm not a killer. And she was like, cool, understood. No need to elaborate. And then finally, she's like, well, what's happening in the woods then? All the missing hikers and stuff. And he says, well, we're trying to do our job, Bella. We're trying to protect them, but we're always just a little too late. And she says, protect them from what? Is there really a bear out there too? Bella, (sighs) either Bella forgot or Stephanie Meyer forgot that she encountered Laurent three chapters ago. Is there a bear out there too? Bella, why are you being so freaking stupid? And then Jacob gets really condescending. He says, Bella, honey. We only protect people from one thing, our one enemy. It's the reason we exist because they do. (laughs) Bella, honey. (laughs) And then she must figure it out. And she goes pale. She says, the blood drained from my face. Like what else is new, Bella? You're pale. Every time she describes herself as going pale, I'm like, yes, and? Like what's, what's the difference? And then she's like, oh my God, Laurent, he's still here. Well, yeah, Bella, where'd you think he went? Where did you think he went? Did you think he went on holiday? And he's like, who's Laurent? And she's like, you know him. You saw him in the meadow. You were there. (laughs) So she's already figured out that Jacob's the russet werewolf. She's like, you were there and you kept him from killing me. And he's like, oh, the black haired leech. And then she's like, what were you thinking, Jake? He could have killed you. Don't you realize how dangerous? And he cuts her off and he's like, Bella, one lone vampire isn't much of a problem for a pack as big as ours. It was so easy. And she's like, well, what was so easy? Again, she's so slow on the uptake, this girl. And he's like killing the bloodsucker who was going to kill you. And then she could only mouth the following words. She says, you killed Laurent? But she mouthed it. So it really was. (laughs) And he must be a lip reader because he says, well, it was a group effort. And then she's like, Laurent is dead. And again, she is just like so shocked, so confused. And Bella, you, you knew James died. Like, you know that vampires aren't indestructible. James died. Then she's crumbling. She's really emotional. And he's like, oh, you're not mad. It wasn't one of your friends, was it? And he's like, no, it wasn't one of my friends. Jacob, why do you think it was one of her friends? Like, you knew that he was about to kill her in the meadow, but okay. Sure. And she's like, oh, Jake, I'm so relieved. I thought he was going to find me. I've been waiting for him every night, just hoping that he'd stop with me and leave Charlie alone. I've been so frightened. But how did you kill him? He's a vampire. They're so indestructible. No, they're not. And also she's really relieved, but like, hello, Victoria's still out there. Like, I'm not taking crazy pills here. Laurent said, oh, Victoria wants you dead, mate for a mate. And Victoria will be upset when I kill you because she wants to kill you. (laughs) But she mustn't have really absorbed that information because she's like, oh, Laurel's dead. There goes all of my problems. And Jacob's like, yeah, we can kill vampires. It's what we're made for, Bells. We're pretty strong. And then she's like, wait, Jake, last night you said it wasn't safe for you to be in my room. I thought you knew that a vampire might be coming. Isn't that what you were talking about? Why would Jacob be afraid of a vampire? Like he's just said that he's built to kill vampires, but you thought he was afraid of a vampire. Her logic is all over the shop. And he's like, oh no, that's not what I meant. Um, I didn't say it wasn't safe for me. I was thinking it wasn't safe for you. And she's like, what? And he's like, well, Bella, I wasn't really supposed to tell you our secret, but if I get too mad, too upset, you might get hurt. So he's pretty much saying, don't make me angry or I could accidentally kill you, which is just really, really worrying. To me, as a reader of this book, like maybe learn to control your anger issues, Jacob, so you don't accidentally kill a girl. And she's like, Oh, so when I was yelling at you and you were shaking, dot, 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 and he's like, Yeah, yeah, I have to keep a better hold of myself. I swore I wasn't going to get mad no matter what you said, (laughs) but I just got so upset. And so, yeah, okay, so it's all her fault that you're getting uncontrollably mad. So Bella's like, What would happen if you got too mad? And he says, Oh, I turn into a wolf. And that's when she's like, "Oh, you don't need a full moon." And he's like, Ugh, "Hollywood doesn't get much right." But really, it's just Stephanie Meyer taking the easy route and just making a shortcut for herself so they can turn into wolves whenever she wants them to. And he says, "We're going to take care of this. We're keeping a special eye on Charlie and the others. We won't let anything happen to him." And then she's thinking, "Oh, wait a minute. Jacob saying we're going to take care of this, that indicates that It wasn't over. And then she says, Laurent is dead. And he's like, "Uh uh-huh. And then she's like, well, if Laurent died a week ago, then someone else is killing people now. And he's like, "Uh, yeah, like where you been? And he says, yeah, there's two of them. We thought his mate would want to fight us, but she just keeps running away and then coming back. We can't figure out what she's after. It makes no sense. She keeps dancing around the edges like she's testing our defenses and looking for a way in. And then her body's convulsing with heaves and her stomach's contracting with horrified nausea. And she's like, Victoria was here looking for me, killing strangers in the woods, the woods where Charlie was searching and her head's spinning and she's about to faint. And Jacob catches her and he's like, Bella, what's wrong? And she's like, Victoria. She, she gasped as soon as she could catch her breath around the nauseous spasms. She's very dramatic. She's really banging it on now that she's realized Victoria exists. Laurent said, Victoria wants to kill you. She'll be upset that I'm killing you. She wants to do it herself. And now she's like, oh yeah, I forgot about her. And also of the three bad vampires that we've met, two are now dead and one's left. And she's like, Victoria's the strongest. She's so indestructible. And I was like, Jacob literally just killed Laurent. He just said that it was so easy with the pack. They had no problems. It wasn't even fun because it was so easy. And now she's like, oh my God, Victoria. Like, just let the pack kill her. What's the problem? And the Edward in her head snarled in fury at the name. Which she must realise is just her subconscious at this point. But no, she still thinks it's a projected Edward in her head or something. And he's like, oh, okay, um, who's Victoria? <laughs> and she's like, oh, yeah, her and Laurent were old friends. She's like, I'm not sick, I'm scared. And he's like, scared of this Victoria? And she nods. And Bella's like, yeah, her and James were mates. And... She wants me because I was Edward's mate. Edward killed James. By the transitive property, she wants to kill Bella. And she says, Oh, well, she wants to kill me. She mustn't know that things aren't like that with us anymore, that Edward, you know, blah, blah, blah. And Jacob's like, Ugh, Edward, is that why the Cullens left? I tell you what, that stupid bloodsucker. And she's like, Please don't, Jacob. Because, you know, she doesn't like reliving the trauma because of that huge hole in her chest. And he's like, well, this is great. This is exactly what we needed to know. Let's go tell the others. He's like, I'll call a meeting. Just wait here for a sec. So then he runs off into the forest, presumably to turn into a wolf and to call a meeting telepathically or something. And so she's scared being left alone. So she goes into the truck and, <laughs> and locks the door because that'll stop Victoria. <laughs> oh, a-, a lock on the truck door? Impenetrable. Like, Bella, she's just gonna smash through the window. What are you thinking? She's a vampire. And she's freaking out because she's like, oh my God, Victoria up against five teenage werewolves. No matter what Jacob said, the thought of him coming anywhere close to Victoria was horrifying. He just killed Laurent. Give him some credit. And she's like, but could a werewolf really kill a vampire? Edward told me how difficult it was to kill a vampire. Only another vampire could do the job. Well, no, that's clearly not the case because Jacob's just told you that he killed one. I just want it to be known that two vampires have died so far in this series and no werewolves have died. So what does that tell you? But she's just thinking about if Victoria's gonna kill them all because she's apparently the strongest vampire in the whole entire world. And then Jacob's back. Oh, and she's like, so where did you just go? And he's like, well, it's kind of weird. I don't wanna freak you out. And she's like, I'm pretty good with weird. Even though she's having a panic attack in the truck. Like, yeah, you're really good with weird. You don't have an open chest wound at the moment brought about from all of these circumstances, but okay, yeah, 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 pretty good. You're pretty good with weird. And he's like, yeah, so when we're wolves, we can hear each other, but like hear each other's thoughts, not sounds. Even when we're like pretty far away, doesn't matter how far away we are actually. It really helps when we hunt. It's pretty freaky, huh? And she's like, oh, okay, cool. Well, you're not the first person I've known who could do that. So that's kind of really normal to me. And he's like, what? And he keeps referring to the Cullens as the bloodsuckers. And she's like, I wish you wouldn't call them that. Like, oh my God, get your priorities. She was like more upset at him calling the Cullens bloodsuckers than she was at him allegedly killing all the hikers. (laughs) So she tells Jacob that certain vampires have certain talents. And he's like, interesting. This is all very helpful. We thought that might've been a myth. And she's like, "Ugh, is anything just a myth anymore? So she's really mad. So mad she could spit. And he's like, yeah, guess not. Anyway, let's go meet up with Sam. And she's like, so did you just turn into a wolf just now to talk to Sam? And he's like, yeah. So he must have gone into the forest, taken his clothes off and then turned into a wolf, turned back into a human and put his clothes back on. Because if he turned into a wolf while wearing his clothes, his clothes would have shredded. Because I remember in New Moon, whenever they turned into wolves, that was just like pants shredding everywhere. They must have gone through a lot of pairs of sweats. So I'm assuming he got naked in the pre-dawn forest would have been nippy. And then he's like, Hey, yeah, you remember how I couldn't finish my sentences last night? How I couldn't just tell you the whole story. That's because Sam told me, I couldn't tell you. He's the head of the pack, the alpha. So when he tells us to do something, it's like, we can't ignore it. Like it's a command. And she goes weird. So she's, she's totally fine with the telepathy. She's like, Oh, I'm good with weird. I'm not weirded out. She said, like, she says, I'm good with weird. That's a direct quote. So she's fine with him running into the forest, turning into a wolf and coming back out after his telepathic conversation. But then she's like, "Ugh, you have to do what he tells you. That's so weird. For someone who's so not judgmental, she can also be really judgmental at times. And Jacob's like, yeah, there's lots of wolf stuff that I'm learning as we're going along. It must've been really hard for Sam when he transitioned because he was alone. He was like the first one. And she's like, "Ah," And he's like, yeah. It was really horrible when I turned. It was the most terrifying thing I've ever been through. But at least I had their voices in my head telling me what to expect. And that kept me from losing my mind. But Sam, he had no help. And she's like, will they be mad at you for telling me all this stuff? And he's like, yeah, probably. But you're like full of interesting, helpful information. You've been behind enemy lines. And then she starts feeling like a traitor because she's like, I'm not a spy. I'm not sharing valuable information about the Cullens. And I was like, can we just focus on the fact that Victoria wants to kill you and not worry about the Cullens' reputation right now? That's sort of not important because they ditched you. They ditched you, Bella, and you need to get over that. You need to start facing facts and maybe focus on the fact that Victoria's trying to kill you. Let's just focus on the present, nip that in the bud, and then we can worry about Jacob referring to the Cullens as bloodsuckers. And he's like, oh, can Victoria do anything special? And she's like, I don't think so. He would have mentioned it. And he's like, "He? oh, you mean Edward? Sorry, forgot you don't like to hear his name. Which has sort of given me that vibes. You know that scene in Moulin Rouge where that chick's like, what would she want with a with a penniless writer? And then she says, oops, I mean, sitar player. Like she was intentionally saying the wrong thing to sort of get a reaction. I feel like that's what Jacob was trying to do. He was like, oh, you mean Edward? Oops, sorry. Didn't mean to say his name out loud even though I just said it.
0: This ending's silly. Why would the court zang over the penniless rights? Oops, I mean
1: sitar player. Oops, I mean, sitar player. Anyway, that breaks open the hole in her chest. Da-da-da-da-da-da. And then she says, how do you know me so well, Jacob? Sometimes it's like you can read my mind. And he says, no, I just pay attention. Again with the no. I know Bella said no before, but I guess now he's saying no. Is that just like the lingo of forks? No. Who speaks like this, Stephanie? And he says, you're still pretty unhappy, aren't you? And she's like, uh-huh. And he says, did you ever think that maybe you're better off? And she's like, no. And then she's like, can we please not talk about this? I can't stand it. And then Jacob's like, oh, they're here, let's go. And she's like, are you sure? So they get out of the truck and he's like, come on, who's afraid of the big bad wolf? So he's like already at the making jokes stage. He's like, yeah, let's have a bit of banter about the fact that I'm a wolf. And she's like, ha And then she like stands behind Jacob because she's thinking about the giant monsters that she saw in the meadow. You mean the giant monsters that protected you from the vampire who was actually about to kill you. Moments away from from drinking your blood and you're upset about the monsters that protected you and saved your life. Okay, sure. And then Jacob takes her hand, squeezes it and he says, here we go. And that's the end of the chapter. Man, what a chapter. Bella Swan, I hate her guts. Is that apparent? Because I do. I hate her guts. And the next chapter is called Family. So I guess we're gonna meet the pack a bit more. Great. Love it. Can't wait. (laughs) I'll see you guys next week. Bye. E- Send your burning thoughts, frustrations, and grievances on this latest chapter of this shitty book to breakingdownpod at gmail.com, or on Twitter at Down and Instagram at breakingdownbadbooks. You can visit www.breakingdownbadbooks.com for all the listen links, contact information, merch, and more. To support the show on Patreon and gain access to exclusive ad-free bonus episodes, visit patreon.com slash breaking down bad books. Ratings and reviews on your preferred podcast platform are also a fun, free way to support the show. Breaking Down Bad Books is hosted by me, Nathan Brown, who you can follow on Instagram and Twitter at NathanBrown90. Thanks for listening and happy reading.